What kind of tea are you drinking? Because it looks delicious. <laughs> I am drinking Egyptian licorice mint tea. Well, that's oh, I love that shit. Wow. Yeah, it is amazing, isn't it? It's yes. one thing about licorice that you have to watch out is uh, blood pressure. If you have high blood pressure, you should, probably shouldn't do licorice. I didn't know that. I knew it was a yeah. natural laxative, which yeah, is it really? <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. So oh, no wonder maybe I shit so much. <laughs> You're so full of shit, Charlene. I drink five of these things every day. No wonder. <laughs> like, seriously, like, okay, TMI time here. I have been, like, shitting liquid for the past few days. Maybe it's because I'm consuming more tea. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, I my would... God. <laughs> I thought it was coffee. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Like, literally. It's like, it's like laxatives. I'm like, what the fuck, you guys? God damn it. This sucks. I hate it. I hate it. Like, and it happens more than once. And I'm just thinking, how do I stop this? Well, now I'm, I'm thinking I might need to get on that to like do like a little detox sort of thing or something. <laughs> do a cleanse. Yeah. I do not recommend it unless you have quick access to a toilet. <laughs> I'm That's serious, dude. Three times today. Three times. I um. I'm well, not shitting you. Let's get this show started. But uh, okay. <laughs> talk about my shit anymore no that at work there's this girl who uses the bathroom like fucking 10 times a day and i don't know if she's just in there hanging out like on her phone or something which i you know i i kind of get that because i kind of hide out and use my phone in the bathroom you're like but sexting have... on the phone what's that you're sexting on the phone yes sweet <laughs> at work i mean because awesome why not why not, well why get, not paid get paid to it. do it so but every time i go to go pee this girl is in the bathroom and I'll be fucking like waiting for forever. And I don't know. It's, we only have like max of like probably 15, 16 employees at my building. And of the, of that, like 75% are women. We only have one women's room. So she is in that fucking room, like all the goddamn time. She's hogging the shit up. And okay. The worst part is, Somebody bought a can of air freshener for the bathroom that is cinnamon apple scented. Oh, and wow. Okay, yeah, no. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> whenever, whenever I go in there, like, you know, I just want something that's, like, fresh linen or something, like, clean right, scented. clean. Yeah. But whenever I go in there and somebody has just taken a fucking massive dump and sprayed this cinnamon apple shit. It's, it smells yeah. like somebody has shit on an apple pie and left Dude, it in the bathroom. Dude, it's cinnamon shit. Anyway, so, welcome back to another episode of Mouthy Broadcast. Woohoo! I'm Jenny. I'm Jean. And I'm Charlene. You. Welcome back, Charlene! Yeah! Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Thanks for coming back. But you're oh. gonna have to dip out of this episode because you've got, like, a hot date or something, right? <laughs> hot dinner date, no less, yeah. <laughs> I'm just ravenous for something. <laughs> Cock. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, I had really hot, steamy sex with my husband before we recorded. Yeah, I got that now. out of the way. 
that's how you got to do it you know yes. yeah. i figured that would be a really good lead-in to podcasting right. with you guys clear exactly. the mind you know get everything all fresh and ready yeah yeah yeah. you gotta freshen up afterwards sure yeah but yeah it's done because we're good but sometimes it's okay just to be a little dirty <laughs> oh we do that sometimes too yeah yeah, yeah. it just depends on the day mix it up right, right. yeah that's right. Yeah, you got to keep them on their toes. A little pegging now and then. Just, you don't know what pegging is, do you? No. no. Okay, that is when the female puts on a strap-on and gives the guy anal sex. Oh. oh. Not huh. gone there yet. Nope. No. See? There you go. The game plans new. for tonight. Something new to think about. I mean, shit, I'm still working on twerking, okay? I'm so 2013. <laughs> How to Twerk by Charlene. <laughs> you don't want to know that. That's funny. I, I can't dance for shit, guys. I'm so stiff. I'm not flexible. <laughs> I'm trying, though. I'm trying. I'm doing, like, ballet workouts to increase my flexibility. <laughs> Interpret that how you will. Oh, my God. I was at my daughter's so school ways. last night, and they do this. It's an art school, so they do performing arts and all this shit. They had, like, interpretive dance to dubstep. It was actually oh. really cool. <laughs> wow. And I have to admit, I don't get interpretive dance. Like, it just... You're not supposed to. I, I don't know. I just see people... I thought people were supposed to get it. Like, no. this, this no. means something to people. And no, no, just... no, no. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's people just moving around however they will. Basically. Completely eclectic, and it's called dance. <laughs> it's sort of like art that you don't get. I mean... People call it art, but what the fuck is it? Right. That's what it is. That's how I felt about it. So uh, at least I'm not alone. No, you're not. <laughs> I even did, like, I did modern dance, which is like uh, a more organized form of interpretive dance. Mm -hmm. It's like an offshoot, sort of. It's like the mother of interpretive dance. Yeah, even that was bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but I got college credit, so. It's Damn. like being a ballerina, but you're really high. You know, just... Just do all these crazy fucking yeah, arm movements. Do your swan arms. I can fly. I can fly. <sighs> so, let me just breathe heavy into the microphone for a second. Anyway. <sighs> yeah, baby. What I was out at a show. I guess this was before New Year's. This is this is a long time ago, so I might forget some of the details. Um, Dude, yeah, that was 11 days ago. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> That was days and days ago. Dude. <laughs> it was a local music show with um, Sick Man of Virginia and Broken Mouth Annie, who both are going to be on our show with our, you know, donated music thing that we're doing now. Sweet. So, yeah, it was a good show and everything. And I'm, I'm, I go to the bar and I'm standing there, like, trying to get the bartender's attention because it's just fucking jam-packed people. And, like, you know, it was one of those things where you had to, like, crowd in between two people who were already way too close together mm -hmm. and try to like get their attention so you can get a beer or something and i'm standing there and i've got like i've got my uh threadless hoodie on that is it's got the black knight from monty python and gandalf the white or sweet actually i guess it's gandalf the gray i don't i'm not really sure but they're who both cares? standing there basically looking at each other saying you shall not pass Awesome. And I thought it was the most fucking brilliant design on a hoodie. So I'm wearing this I thing. I <laughs> Standing at the bar. And this girl's like, oh my god. 
I'm like, God, what is that Gandalf on her shirt? I'm like, God. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did you slap her? Please tell me you slapped no, her. No, because at first I didn't even know what the fuck she was talking about. Like, I forgot that I was wearing this. And so I look up at the screen. Like, there's TVs behind the bar. And one of them has, like, this guy who's, like, in the fucking Arctic or something. And he's in snow. And I'm like, does she think that he's Gandalf the White because he's in snow? <laughs> That's how oh, no. stupid I thought she was. <laughs> I don't blame you, Jenny. <laughs> I would have thought that too. That's the kind of voice she had. It's just like, oh my god, oh my god. She's like, what is that? What is that thing on her shirt? Is that like a D and D thing? Oh wow. my god. It's the fifteen-year-old wannabe Paris Hilton. <laughs> Stop it. Like That's it. basically yeah. So I turn around and I'm just like looking at him, and I'm like, I didn't even still at this point. It took me that long to figure out that she was talking about my jacket because I'm like, I wasn't even thinking about, you know, people are talking about me behind my back, which happens all the time. I'm like, God. Bitches. Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her butt. It is so big. I think I heard that too. I did hear her say, I'm like, God, Becky. Oh, like, you should have so oh. bitch slapped her. I should have, but I just, I just thought it was funny because the first thing I thought when she said this was, are you a fucking idiot? How lame are you that you don't know what Monty Python and Gandalf look like? I was like, you're a fucking idiot. And yeah. I just thought about it, like how funny it was that it kind of had turned around that, you know, 15 years ago, I would have just gotten all pissed off and like gotten really self-conscious because, you know, I'm nerd wearing the Lord of the Rings Monty Python hoodie. And now I'm like, God, you're so lame. I'm like, God. <laughs> You don't hey, even know dude, what this that is. is the difference between 20 years ago and now, because yes. I remember being a closet nerd, too, although I wasn't so much a closet nerd. I was just like the Richard Simmons nerd, like, I'm a nerd and deal with it. I have jazz hands. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 and I was an outcast. I mean, my circle of friends was small and they accepted me for who I was, but they didn't care for my nerdy shit either. It was just we had other things in common. Mm -hmm. But it was hard being a nerd back then, whereas now... It's almost chic to be nerd. Right. right. Yes. It's, I don't know. It, it's not bullshit, but I think there's still a major difference between those who want to be nerdy because it's trendy and those of us who have been there the whole fucking time and suffered and earned our stripes. <laughs> yeah. See, now, whenever I mention this kind of thing to Ben, my boyfriend, he will get pissed off. Like, he actually gets pissed off and is like, no, if you didn't get shoved into a locker in high school, you are not a real nerd. You cannot be a nerd. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't get shoved into a locker. Are you going to take away my nerd card? Right. Okay, uh, yeah. No, I didn't either. But I'm still a fucking nerd, Ben. Get off my <laughs> dick. Right. I, I think, like, guy nerds and girl nerds, they're totally, like, a different category. Um, But in Ooh. the same... In the same breath, it's still the same type of, you know, same type of thing that you felt because you you were kind of relied on as being the one that was going to give all the right answers. But <laughs> at the yes. same time, you weren't asked out to, you know, hey, sit with, you know, sit with the cool people at lunch table. Mm hmm. Right, yeah. You still had to sit with the people playing D&D, &D, or in yeah. my day, it was magic cards. That was the big thing. <laughs> and you deal with that, but I don't know about you guys, but I was always the token girl. The one girl 
who was nerdy enough to do that shit. Mm-hmm. I was kind of in this weird, like, in between thing in school. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I just kind of was like in between. I felt like I was not really fitting into any kind of group because, like, I'll be honest. Like, looking back, I was kind of one of the people that I didn't want to hang out with the nerds, like mm-hmm. the guys who were into anime and D and D, and they just wore the black trench coats and were just before so... they were outlawed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the black trench coats. Yeah, when I heard about that, you know, Columbine way back in the day, I was like, holy shit, I knew Dude. guys like that. They were my friends. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, that was the difference between 96 when I entered high school and 1999 when I graduated. Yeah, my yeah. friends wore trench coats back then. By 99, they couldn't because it wasn't allowed. They wouldn't even be admitted into the building. They'd be ushered wow. out. Wow. Because people were so paranoid. I mean, that's when we got metal detectors in the library. We didn't have all of ridiculous. those things, and it was just basically, you know, you you went to school and you were pretty much ridiculed, and there wasn't, you know, there wasn't a lot to do with it. But at the same time, when when I after I had graduated, and you know, I had you know was in the work first, and I was like, well, people were talking about my alma mater, and they were like, oh, well, they have. These days are like, you know, beat white girls days. I'm like, what the fuck are you what? talking about? Because what? I don't remember any of that when I was growing up. There was like, oh, no, no, because one of my coworkers had a daughter who was the same age as I. And they were like, and she was telling them, yeah, they had this day that was like, oh, we're going to beat up all the white girls. I'm like, what was that? Why? Well, I yeah. don't remember that. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, maybe, you know, was it because I, you know, I didn't participate in like the cool stuff or was that a cool stuff? And I wasn't supposed to know about that. You know, I was just going about oh my, my God, it's totally know, cool to be my up little Jan sport self with my big backpack. And, you know, yeah, I was a trapper keeper. And yeah, shit. I, was supposed awesome. to share a, I was supposed to share a locker, but I didn't want to, you know, so I just kept everything. And I was like a hunchback, you know, <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah, I was like, fuck that shit. You know, I ain't gonna do that. I couldn't you get know? to my locker in time, right. man. That was you bullshit. Because it was like all the way on the other side of the school. And I'm like, I know. No, I can't do that. So, and they give you five minutes. That's bullshit. Yes. It, right. it wasn't right. So, you know, as far as, you know, just the the way that it has progressed is so different. Um, Like the the hazing and just the things that people can get away with now that they are later that they can't get away with now is is very much different. I mean, there's always been some kind of element of bullying and just, you know, who's considered cool and who can do what and, you Mm -hmm. know, who can be revered as like a cool nerd and who can not be just like, you know, they're just dorky. Um, You know, you, you don't know, well, is it okay to be classified in that site of you know you know how are, how are you going to be looked at because it's you know it's not bad to know about things it's not bad right. to have an imagination it's not bad to know about different types of things to you know to step outside the box to play risk to play you know dd <laughs> you know just <laughs> and to have those kind of things that make it different that you actually have strategical ways of looking at things versus just the textbook saying, hey, this is what you need to do. It seems like there's almost like sub clicks within some of the the groups now. Like my daughter was telling <laughs> yeah. me about like, you know, she knows this guy who's into anime, but she's like, 
but he's like one of those weird anime kids like you know one of the one of the yeah. ones that would like approach me at a con and not stop talking to me because he likes my costume and, and just mm-hmm. latch on and uh, she's like yeah me and my, all my friends like anime but he's one of those weird anime kids <laughs> <laughs> there is some invisible line that people can cross right right yeah, yeah. I, agree. I agree and it's almost like you know with what Ben was saying about, you know, you didn't get treated the same as I did when I was in school. So you're not as much of a nerd as I am. So it's like the nerds want to have this like super like tight little click now. Like, no, we're not going to issue you a nerd card. <laughs> Show me your battle scars, man. Right. It's <laughs> right. true. It's this badge of honor now, right? Right. For all the hell that you had to go through while you were growing up. Well, and- I did. I did sit at the cafeteria by myself and have peas thrown at me. So Aww. that's that's Ooh. almost as bad as getting shoved into a locker. I would think. <laughs> I Maybe feel worse. like that is just as undignified. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I got lunch duty because I like. I remember I was trying to be with like because uh, um, I grew up like a military brat type of style and. When I came back to the States and I was trying to make friends and, you know, I, you know, being Asian, Filipino, whatever, you know, they're, you know, they have these cliques and they're like, oh, well, you know, we'll come sit with us. But, you you know, you put your, you put your bag on the chair that you're supposed to. But when I came back, my bag was not on the chair that I was supposed to be at. It was on the floor. Somebody took it. So I try to like, you know, and it's like a forbidden rule to like move a chair from another table to the table you want to sit at. So the, like the lunch monitor saw me and she got me like lunch duty. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> and I, you know, it was just one. Of, but the thing was, none of the cool kids that I was supposed to be with stood up for me and said, yeah, she had her bag there. Assholes. Wow. Yeah, I was like, well, okay. Yeah, Yeah, those were not your friends. No. So, you know, of course it was my mom that was like, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, what are you going to do? But, you know, know, exactly. It's like, well, I guess I got to just take my licks and, you know, fucking deal with it. I'll sit up, you know, not knowing anything. You know, I'm definitely not like a troublemaker or anything, but... I'll sit Don't up at the, your troublemaker. I know. <laughs> I'll sit up at the, the front of the damn, you know, cafeteria with the rest of the hooligans and like, yeah, I moved the chair. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's just, you know, what are you going to do? You know, there's plenty of different levels that I don't know now. I mean, I've got a nephew who's turning 14 that I worry about constantly. Um, because, you know, he's at that age where you could go good or you can go bad. Yes. Yes. It's a very, um, very tricky age. And I'm glad that my daughter, like, teetered towards the good side. Because, yeah. like, when I was 15, <laughs> I went bad. Like, you know, I think I was, like, rebelling against all the people who were, like, throwing the food at me in the cafeteria and mm-hmm. who shunned me or whatever. And then 15, I just... I just said, fuck it. I don't care anymore. I'm not going to try to do good in school. I'm going to be fucking just an asshole to the teachers, whatever, because being good isn't working out for me. So I'm going to be bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, just (laughs) 180 degrees. My daughter turned out okay. She's actually like, you know, going back to the last show, I think that's why I haven't really felt like I have to have a talk with her. 
because I think she already knows. And I think she's like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to go into like all these, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go down the same path that you did where you end up like a teen mom and you know, your life sucks for 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway. Yeah. That's what my mom tried to tell me. And I guess I could say it works. I still don't have kids. I'm 32. And I'm probably not going to have any because kids are assholes. <laughs> they are assholes. But, you know, well, adults are assholes, too. It will, okay, yeah. I take that back. Kids are cute to a point. Then they become really annoying. And then they turn into assholes like the rest of us. <laughs> Who wants that responsibility, man? Like, Jenny, I don't know how you do it. <sighs> yeah, I give it to anyone who's raising kids nowadays. because Seriously, I right? just don't know... How you know, do you raise a decent person in this shitty world? Right. And that's, I think that's, you know, ultimately, I know for me, if I were to be a parent or anything like that, that would be my ultimate goal is not to raise an asshole. It's just to be like, you know, you know, I've gotten to the point where the person that I've nurtured and I've shown the rights and wrongs, that they're just not going to be a total dick in society. <laughs> and that's so hard because no matter how hard you try as a parent, I think you've got so many other forces working against you. Yes. Yeah, you just have to you just have to make sure that you teach your kids I guess that other people are going to be assholes. I think that's basically what I did is that, you know, teach her that other people are going to be assholes. You need to do the right thing for yourself and don't worry about that because, you know, if um if you teach them, you know, how to to be good on their own. I'm not going to try to talk like I'm the world's fucking best parent right now because I don't even know where my daughter is, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, and she's fine. Yeah, yeah, she's fine. She's probably just, you know, hanging, hanging out, out in her friends, room. No big deal. Getting high or something. No. Yeah, having sex. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but teach them to, to do the right thing on their own so that when they're confronted with peer pressure that they don't just... They don't have to try to figure out, like, what should I do because my mom hasn't talked to me about this. Okay, yes. Yeah, I think this is a huge problem where parents go wrong is they don't teach their kids how to, like, confront things. And when it happens, they don't know what to do. So they err on the side of trouble because they give in to peer pressure. Um, My daughter does have a little bit of problem with peer pressure, and I'm, I'm working on that. I really am. Cause she's, she's like me where she has a little bit of problem with like being assertive and not <laughs> like, Hey, it's hard. Saying, it sucks. <laughs> exactly. Like when your friends are like, here, drink this. It, yeah. And you don't even okay. know what it is. And you're just like, do I or don't I? Sounds and, good to me. I mean, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know, I think something else that works in my benefit too, is that my daughter sees like, I tell my daughter a lot of the things that I did when I was her age mm-hmm. and I tell her about like all the evil shit that I used to do. Like I used to vandalize and I would fucking just, you know, I would go missing for hours and not tell my parents where I was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've told her about all these kind of things and she's like, I'm not going to do that. You know, I've used myself as a bad example. So if anybody out there wants to use me as an example <laughs> to your children. Don't do as I do. Do as I say. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? That works for some kids, especially if they are responsible, which she's an only child, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that works just fine. Because yeah. 
my sister and I could not be any more different than one another. I was the older child, and I had such a guilty conscience to where I decided, you know, at some point in my head, like, okay, I'm not even going to lie to my mother because this is bullshit and it's not working. I was mm-hmm. really bad at it. And so, like, if I were to cut school or something, I would just tell my mom, like, <laughs> I can't handle that class on Thursday. I'm not going to be there. I'm going to go to grandma's and have a longer lunch. Because grandma <laughs> lived a few blocks away. And, you know, like, okay, I was also clinically depressed at the time, but we didn't know that. Um <laughs> Uh, that was my way of dealing with high school. Like, it was just a really rough time. She knew that that was kind of my escape. So mm-hmm. she let me get away with it because I was being honest about it. And so yeah. I think there's a certain type of kid that's really straightforward about that sort of thing. And, you know, as long as the parent is understanding, it's cool. And a lot of times, I mean, yeah, the kid has has it covered. You know, they've got this. Their their grades are not going to suffer. They're going to do just fine. They just do what they need to do to otherwise get by, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Somehow that relates to what your daughter is doing. I don't know. <laughs> At this point, I just don't know. I don't know why I said that. You know what? I don't know. I've I've drank like quite a large glass of wine here. <laughs> Yeah. I run for wicked good wine, is what this glass says. <laughs> that sounds good. It is. I, it I've is. had, I think, uh, maybe, what, an eighth oh. of the vodka? Oh, that's, root beer that, vodka. Well, it's root beer vodka. Yes, it's I delicious. I love that shit. Look, oh, it's awesome. Those little root beer barrels, that got me through a mm. lot of long-distance driving. <laughs> Those are also delicious. Those are, because I'm like, because I, I like root beer, but then like to have it so concentrated, I didn't like it. So it, all I needed was to put it in my mouth. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. Right? I was like, oh, I can't take your barrel. I'm just going to spit it out. <laughs> That's all you like, just needed to taste. Like, get it in my mouth. Ooh, what just need a taste. Wow. Like, okay, I'm Interpret awake Interpret that. So that's what, instead of, you know, instead of like the, what was the name of that other, like, um, caffeine pill that they had? Oh, um... It was a yellow thing. Dexatrim? I don't know. No. Dude. Was it Vibrin? Vibrin. <gasps> Vibrin. Yes. Oh, my God. Vibrin. I never did that. Wow. That was, you know, and I'd been drinking. I mean, my dad was in the service forever, so I'd been making coffee since I was like 10 years old. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, I can make coffee and I'll eventually drink it. And, you know, so it wasn't a big deal. But, you know, that that wasn't anything for me. But when I had that. Fucking Byron or Rebuild Barrel, and I'm like, oh, gross. And I would be up. One night, like, this was when I was probably like 15 or something, I took like probably six Vivarin. We went oh out to God. a coffee shop and we're drinking cappuccinos and espresso all night. I swear to fucking God, I, this was in um, College Park. So I'm like at University of Maryland, basically. And like, I climb up on this wall outside of one of the school buildings. And I start growling, and I'm like, I'm a gargoyle. Rawr, rawr. <laughs> wow. Every time somebody would walk by, I'm like, I'm crouched all down on top of this fucking brick wall, and I'm like, rawr, rawr. I just remember we were trying to go to drop my friend off to like UVA or whatever, because he was like, you know, we were visiting friends who were first year. And, um, we ended up going down this one road and like we were supposed to turn, but we ended up down this place and it was just, you know, like one of those scary movies where the road just kind of closes in on you yeah. and like all like, yeah, the trees yeah. are the trees like, come down yeah. to grab you. And it was like, 
nighttime and the last thing we saw was the name of the the name of the fucking um house is called the last resort and i'm like motherfucker we are turning this bitch around <laughs> oh like, shit you are gonna this. die that's right so we turned it around and we were in this um my <laughs> i was so proud because uh you know i had just started in a job after high school and it was like my first real job you know not under the table you know because i had worked under the table for you know, like my little uh you know Chinese restaurant things or whatever. And all the whorehouses <laughs> yes, where you're under the, the table. Right. The brothels, the brothels, yeah. So, um, you know, but my parents were like, oh, yeah, we're going to buy this. Uh, we're going to buy this, you know, minivan and we want everybody to contribute. So we're going to take your first paycheck and we're going to put it towards <laughs> oh, this van. So it's like, well, God damn it. I said, if you're going to do that, I'm going to take this van wherever the fuck I want. So that's what we did. Hell and we, yeah. And we took the van. It, I called it the happy van. It was this stupid like Mitsubishi dumbass van. It was awful. <laughs> um, and we took it down to UVA and Charlottesville and whatever and drove it back and last resort and we turned that shit around. But it went through a lot of good stuff. But I'm telling <laughs> As it you, should have. you know, on Vivran and, you know, Rupu barrels, that's that's what it took. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know, you find your drug and you stick with it. That's you really right. do. If if you need something crazy, you mm-hmm. know what's go to. <laughs> yeah, for me it's yeah. coffee and vodka. Oh, okay. That Hell shit yeah. keeps me going. That's my lifeblood. <laughs> At the same time, like vodka in your coffee or just coffee and then vodka. I have done that. I won't say I'm pleading the fifth. <laughs> Cuz I don't need my coworkers to know. They I- might listen to this. There are some flavored vodkas that go really, really well in coffee. Mm. Oh, they do. Espresso, the whipped cream. Um, I've done butterscotch. (gasps) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's delicious. Bailey's. I mean, yeah, that's a natural (laughs) fit. Right. Not that I've done any of these things. No, but they're combinations. No, no, No. and of course not to work. Oh, never. No, no. Mm -mm. I won't say which job. (laughs) Then nobody can prove anything. Right. Uh, you know, before I get myself into too much trouble, guys, I think I'd better go. <laughs> That's probably a good exit strategy yeah, for you at this point. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to be in deep shit if I keep going. So. <laughs> I don't want to get fired from Let's my job. I like my job. <laughs> Mouthy Broadcast is brought to you by Jewels by Mouse. Return those ugly sweaters, lame gadgets, and kitschy crap you got for Christmas. Buy yourself something shiny from JewelsByMouse.com. We specialize in stunning handcrafted silver jewelry, necklaces, earrings, bracelets, rings. They do it all, including beautiful handmade jewel boxes to keep everything in. Val makes jewelry that she loves with mixed metals and rivets, unusually shaped stones, spiraling organic forms, and textures that want to be touched. Be sure to check the specials page for clearance items. That's JewelsByMouse.com. Tell them Mouthy Broadcast sent you. You're listening to Broadcast. We're on Twitter. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Facebook. We're on Google. 
We're on all the social media. Look it up, bitches. <laughs>
you know, it doesn't mean that we have to give up all of the little things that make us women. And I, I think that's what a lot of feminists, I'm all for women power. I really am. I, I think it's a beautiful thing. But, you know, I can do like hard yard work or whatever I want to do and know how to use a power tool or whatever the fuck doesn't mean that I can still go in the kitchen and bang out like a batch of cookies or, you know, whatever. That doesn't, you know, that doesn't make me the weaker set and I don't have to prove that let's just be frank about this there are things you know in in the physical sense that a man is better suited to do than a woman and you know it actually kind of pisses me off and I think it's to me it's kind of counterproductive to any sort of feminist cause or you know equality when you know being in a in a navy family or military family you probably heard stories like this where a woman will get the same job that a man will have in the military, even though it's physically demanding and it's something that she cannot do, but they'll give it to her because they have lower standards for a woman in the military. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to do as many push ups, you don't have to do as many sit ups, whatever to stay in. That's fine. I get that. But if they're going to assign this, this rate or whatever to this woman, she needs to be able to do that fucking job. Like I've heard so many stories where this, you know, some woman would be like, well, I can't lift this 50 pound fucking spool of wire. So I'm going to need to get a, a man to do it. Why did you get that job? Like, why are you going to sit there and fucking whine about it? Lift weights. You know, if you, if you want to get that job, lift the, you know, you have to lift things, lift some fucking weights and right. put some muscle on and do the shit. It's a fine line. Because you don't want to back down because we really have gone through a lot of right. missions to put us where we are. As like, far there's as no, us, there's know, no Betty Drapers out there anymore. Right, fucking exactly. Like, oh, exactly. I'm just the homemaker and the, the husband's going to go out and do all the fucking work and yeah. sleep around or whatever. And then, you know, I and I don't want to diminish, like, the women who, you know, made so many changes in the 70s. Like, um, you know, we need to be paid the same amount for, you know, if I do this job and he does that job, we need to get the same pay the same fucking amount if we have mm-hmm. the same skill. Mm-hmm. And we're still not to that point yet. So no, not at all. I don't know. You know, balls. Right. You, know, <laughs> cunts, you know, I just whatever. I can't think of anything intelligent to say. I'm just going to say dick or balls. Okay. <laughs> I'm good with that. You know, as a woman, I am very, very proud of the step step you know, the the ladies who have come before us have taken to mm-hmm. make sure that we're able to get those positions. And without them, we wouldn't be able to. We kind of have to take apples to apples. Right. Not, you know, kinds of dicks. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's not <gonna> work. <laughs> can't compare clits to dicks. No, you That's... can't. You can't. <laughs> I think I was going to say something actually somewhat intelligent and then like it totally turned around on me. And when I said dicks, yeah. I totally forgot what I was going to say. Well, happened so i hear there's a velveta shortage <gasps> oh how sad is that i was very sad but let me tell you i did get my velveta before the you know proposed shortage it's it, i didn't realize velveta was that big of a thing when well let me tell you sister when you put it with rotel and you melt that shit oh, down shit yeah and you make your cheese dip you and you like got your freaking tostitos and whatever that's how it is it's, Fuck it's yeah. playoff weekends and then you know Hopefully they'll get their shit together because, you know, Super Bowl is not going to be too far off. <sighs> See, I don't, I don't, I don't get into the sports ball thing and I forgot about like Super Bowl Sunday, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. That's what happens. That's why there's a Velveeta shortage. Very sad. That's fucking crazy. It is. Like yeah. how hard is it to make Velveeta? You just, what the fuck is Velveeta anyway? Well, Velveeta is like, it's, it's fucking processed cheese. It's a block of crazy looking cheese. 
It's like oil or something that they it's turn into a cheese weird, shape. But it's <laughs> fucking delicious when you put it with like a can of like, you know, Rotel or you melt that shit down and it's just good. All I can think about with Velveeta though is Napoleon Dynamite with his yes. brother fucking making the nachos and he just takes that block of Velveeta and he shreds <laughs> that whole motherfucking thing onto a pile of chips and then makes, and like sticks it in the microwave and makes nachos out of it. I bet that was delicious. <laughs> It was. I bet it really was. I'm going to go home and have some fucking Velveeta. I'm going to, like, you know, melt that last bit of Velveeta I got in the fridge right now (laughs) with my Rotel. I saw something that looked amazing. If anybody's doing the sports ball party thing, I don't know. But you take a couple of cans of biscuits. You know, just get, like, the cheap-ass Food Lion, whatever, Ghetto Mart biscuits, and you mash them out flat, right? And then you put a piece of pepperoni, mm-hmm. a block of Colby Jack cheese, another piece of pepperoni, and you fold it around and make like a biscuit ball with this pepperoni and shit inside of it. Like a calzone? Yeah, exactly. And then you brush all of them, like you do like 30 of them or something. Yeah. You brush them with like uh, butter and Parmesan and Italian seasoning on top and bake it. That's and it awesome. makes like little fucking calzone bites. That sounds delicious. Now I will share with you guys. <laughs> That there, I have a cheese ball that is like, if you like buffalo wings, you will love this cheese ball because it's basically, and you know, I had it, at, you know, I, I, you know, a big surprise, I'm in a book club. But um, so, you know, we, we did this and one of the chicks brought it and it was fantastic. It's like cream cheese or, you know, the nefecha, blah, 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 cheese. <laughs> and um, you take that, you put some freaking blue cheese shit in it. Like the the, yeah. the dressing, you get some shredded cheese, you get some Frank's hot sauce. I've had this before. It yes. is fucking it's amazing. Delicious. Another one that I've so done that good. somebody taught me, you brown a pound of like sausage, like any kind of sausage, yes. like spicy, usually spicy. Um, I and like then, spicy sauce. Yeah. <laughs> spicy. Yeah. Just a big fucking heavy pound of sausage. Yes. Yeah. So you brown it, get it nice and brown and shit. You put it in a dish, you put a thing of cream cheese on it, and then a can of Rotel tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And I like how we went from being like, no, no, we're not feminists. No. We're, we're not women. No. We're not standard, typical women. <laughs> let's share recipes. Yeah, let's share recipes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you what my, you know, my next pattern is on my quilt. It's a oh pearl one, knit one, pearl one, three, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm knitting this fucking awesome scarf right now. <laughs> It will just make you come in your pants. That's it's right. so awesome. Yes. <laughs> God. Well, let's wrap this up because I need to fucking go. Go home. <laughs> go home. My daughter does that all the time. Like when somebody's just saying something ridiculous, she just says, go home. Just go. In Tracy Ullman's style. That's fabulous because <laughs> that was the best. She had a really good show. So anyway, give us a call. Seven five seven five four one C U N T. Tell us your favorite recipes for Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> Word, yeah. And uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and leave us a review and all that kind of fun shit. Cause yeah, enjoy Sunday. Yeah. yeah. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Give me back my tits. <laughs>